0: (laughs) you can dance to that and that alone (laughs) is enough for me Hip smack and rail the music, (laughs) hotter than your mama will ever be. It's like our own man. Yeah, I know. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the clubhouse. I'm back. And I'm Kirsten, and this is the Made for TV Movie Club Podcast. We want to welcome our new listeners in Winchester, Virginia. Welcome. And Boulder, Colorado. Welcome, everybody. And hi to my sisters that are out in the Boulder area. Yeah, they're Philippines off. Okay. Oh, you know that I'd never really said those two together, P and Za. It, it, n- it has nothing to do with pizza. Now I want pizza. Well, well we can we have, have some awesome. later. Yeah. Okay. Case. Yes. We finally found one we both like. I know. Oh, we really liked old. It. Yes. <laughs> and Tim liked it <laughs> too. Tim liked it too, yes. And wow. Yes. It's kind of cool. I know you were starting to lose total trust in me. I was, I was, I told you jury's still out until after I watched it. I'm telling you, because seriously, sometimes Mm -hmm. there's movies that I've picked and I'm like, oh, I really like this one. Mm -hmm. And then I'm watching and I'm like, what? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like in our early twenties and the guys I dated. Yeah. Now I look back and I I go, what what were you thinking? No judgment. (laughs) Same goes for me. So you you mm -hmm. were there, you know, I'm right. I was there. Sometimes I think to myself, I know she must have told me they were a loser, but why didn't I listen to her? (laughs) I don't know. I don't think you, I don't know if we ever, I don't know that we ever necessarily said he's such a loser, but I think- Often, there was, "Hey, see that guy, but no, I'm dating, no, but see that guy. Yeah, like that. more like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, like try to meet that guy over. Yeah. there. yeah, it wasn't like I was going to marry any of them yeah. anyway. You That's know a true story, true. <laughs> and if any of you are Thank listening, how I... you? <laughs> You're so nice. Oh, I hope you guys are doing well. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we're just down like a really good nostalgia path yes. because this was such. It, it was just such a good like soaking in the eighties. Yeah. The hair and the everything. clothes everything. and the music and everything. It was awesome. It was. Uh, we. I mean, the movie was good. Obviously, we have some notes. Yes, we do. But. It was a good movie and the hair was good the hair was really it good. wasn't the bad 80s hair nope not at all for i like what you said though earlier like if when like today when they're trying to do 80s what they need to do with the hair is not use a lot of product except for aquanet and dippity do yep that's mm-hmm. all they should use yep and a curling iron That's right you can push the button and make it steam <laughs> <laughs> burn yourself i you think they don't make those anymore <laughs> Yeah. I think that that's it. I think the the trick is you cannot use products that we have today that we did not have in the eighties. If you want, if you want the, the real eighties look, that's it. Aquanet. I know. And, just think, and think about like our skincare routine today. Mine, you know, it's yeah. like wash, toner, serum, mm-hmm. moisturizer, mm-hmm. then overnight moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Back then it was noxema. Mm. And you didn't even have to wipe, wash it. You I just, just used, I had Kleenex. dial soap and I would put Vaseline on my face. <laughs> yeah, but look where it got you. I know. You got gorgeous skin, girl. Uh, yeah. Well, luckily, luckily. Anyway, that's the, that. That's the genetic luck that I got. Right. That in that low cholesterol, I right. would put on my what positive is that? That's sides. not even fair. I know. There's Sorry. a little humming. I think that's my. Is that my heat? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Is somebody mowing the lawn? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, because but they are doing that construction over there. Could be. Yeah. Because they cats had a little cat. Yep. Yeah. There's yeah, a couple of cats. cats. Do you think? I do you think we should like not a meow meow cat, but yeah. a... meow, meow 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 meow. No, I speaking think of eighties, yeah. <laughs>
1: I All right, so you'll have to ignore
0: uh, annoy, annoy it. Yes. So for this episode, Case, yeah, Shattered Innocence from Ooh. 1988. Mm-hmm. So this is loosely based on the life of Shauna Grant. We'll talk about her pretty briefly at the end, but I will say the events in the movie pretty closely followed her yeah. actual life. Yeah. So it first aired on March 9th, 1988 on CBS, according to TV Tango. Mm-hmm. They summarize it as, Based on the true story of a Midwestern cheerleader who moves to Hollywood, Becomes a nude model and porno star, is addicted to cocaine, and ends up committing suicide at age 20. So, I was thinking about this, and I'm like, should I... We're going to have to make this explicit, but if it was a TV movie, we can talk about it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So, that ended. Yep. So, it's a really big cast, yeah, and a lot of the cast has, like, the same amount of time in the movie. So, I'm just going to talk about a couple of the actors. Okay. So, the first one is John Lee. She stars as Pauline Anderson, so obviously she's the star. Yes, though her acting career was was really pretty brief. She started in 1983 on an episode of TJ Hooker. There you go, and ended with two episodes of Murder She Wrote. There you go in 1990. So she has 25 acting credits. And today, according to her Wikipedia, she's actually retired from acting to become a sculptor. Wonderful. I did put her actual website. She actually has uh, a website with sculptures she's done. And they're quite lovely. Okay. So I put them in the show notes if you want to go take a look. They're very, I don't even know how to describe them. They feel earthy. And they're like, uh, there's a lot of like texture to them. I thought they were lovely. Okay. Chris Cam plays Corey Parker. He also, Case, was on an episode of Murder, She Wrote. We haven't been playing Six Degrees of Murder, She Wrote. No, but we haven't. I know because I just kind of forgot about it after last summer when we did all the TV stuff. But it pops up. So he's probably best known for his role on the TV sitcom Coach, which I didn't watch, but my mom loved. Okay. And he worked throughout the 80s and 90s, but he hasn't had a role since like the mid 2000s. So okay. I don't know if he's moved on to something else. So What do you think? Did you you found that? The, I I did find her art. Earthy is a really good way to put it. That is interesting. I wonder what medium uses. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if that's glass or plaster or what, but it's they're beautiful. Yeah, they're actually they're not actually because I'm not surprised. They're absolutely. Beautiful. She, yeah, they really she are. does wonderful work. This is really, really great work. This looks like boobies. It, that, that one, I did say that did look like I thought that when I saw it, but the other ones weren't really that like that. So Oscar and Golden Globe nominee Melinda Dillon plays mom Sharon Anderson. OK, so she's probably best known for her roles in Bound for Glory, Absence of Malice and Close Encounters of the Third Kind. That's the one right there, right there. That's why what? we think she looks like E.T.'s mom. Yeah, because e. we saw her in, in close, close Encounters, encounters. Right. as the mom. right. And I think Absence of Malice, wasn't that Sally Fields? I yeah, feel like I it think was. So. Yeah, I think so. Triple Daytime Emmy winner, Nadine Vanderveld plays Nora aw she won the emmys as a producer though her uh-huh. emmys are for producing children's shows uh-huh. my kids love both of these yes beat fans yep, yep. roly poly he's roly poly he's small and squat and round and in the land of curves and curls he's the swellest kid around i like roly poly i did too she has 21 acting credits on imdb but then she moved into producing so she has a acted in anything since the early 2000s. All righty. Yeah. Well, let's get started, shall let's we? Let's wet. All right. The movie opens in 1984 in Palm Springs. A gunshot rings out and we see a woman's legs lying on a bed and a man is calling out to Pauline. Pauline. Okay. Now, flashback to Bannon, Kansas. Picture it. 1981. I can't even picture Bannon. Bannon, what do you <laughs> look like? I, I will tell you this case. The drinking age in California at this time was 21. Yes. But in most of the Midwest, it was, it was still 18. 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I looked it up because they got carded at that one. in that Yes. One scene. Yes. I was thinking the same thing. High school cheerleader Pauline is told by her friend that troublemaker Corey Parker is staring at her. So these cheerleaders are like cheering at a basketball game and he's like way up in the stands. I should have been a cheerleader. You mm-hmm. know why? Because I'm so loud. Yeah. I feel like I would have excelled, but I tried out. You know what? I, you know I, why? I wasn't. popular. Oh, see, so you know why I didn't make it? I was too. You were fat. too pretty. I was too fat. You were too pretty. Too fat. You were too pretty. They didn't have fat cheerleaders. Too pretty. On. You were too pretty. All right. So Corey Parker is staring at her. Corey drives Pauline home with "Baby, I Love Your Way" playing, and he's driving in a. I'm not going to remember Buick? it. Is it a Buick? No, no, no. It's one of those. It's those it's little. Ford Fairlane. T- <laughs> <Tinto. laughs> I'm throwing out the only, only I know you I know. don't know. <laughs> You don't know the name of this. I know you don't. I, don't, I don't. It's those little pickup truck looking cars what was, from the 70s. What was Mel driving later? That was a fancy pants and I still didn't recognize it. No, because you don't. It's I okay. Don't know it's cars. just not your jam. I drove a festival. Not even my jam. I know. I don't okay. care about cars. But anyway, ooh, baby, I love your way. Was playing. Mm-hmm. They must yep. have had a big budget because two Fleetwood Mac and yeah. Peter Frampton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This and is a good movie. So then they begin dating. That's the that's the, the beginning of the dating. And then it ends pretty quickly. So yep. <laughs> but they don't even show them ending. No. Pauline's mom, Sharon. Next, we see Pauline in her room and we see that her toenails are, are polished. Right. And then there's a knock at her door and it's her mom. And she says, I'm not dressed. And then she puts socks on. So I think like we, we discussed this, that she's like supposed to not even have her toes polished right because her parents are very, her mom dresses like the target dresses, Uh, the prairie Prairie dresses, dresses. they're they're ridiculous. Yes. And I think that's a silly way to make some, that, that was one of my complaints about this movie and I didn't have money, but they, they dressed her as if dressing like that makes her some sort of pristine Christian, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And the impression that everybody in the Midwest is like that is ridiculous because that's not how the world works. Yes. And it, that's not how the Midwest is. Yeah. There's fun people there. Besides, she lived We're in here. California first. We're in the Midwest. So. Yeah. they're And they're from California. Yeah. But then so as she says, no, mom, I don't want to watch the movie. But hey, let me read you a poem I just wrote. And I have to tell you, it broke my heart. It did. The poem broke my heart because it was basically a cry to help yeah. cry for help to yeah. her mom. Yeah. It and- was a lovely poem actually Mm -hmm. I mean you know I studied poetry I thought it was a nice my thought was that's a really beautiful poem for a 16 or 17 year old girl to have written Mm -hmm. it's it's if you were like a poet yeah like a professional poet it would have been not very good Mm -hmm. but I thought it really and it was heartfelt yes it was sad it was very beautiful next scene we've got Pauline and Corey at a restaurant sharing french fries Pauline tells Corey that she's moving to California where she's originally from once she graduates and she's saving up money and he, right. and he talks about his first real paycheck. Right. And she says, you should come with me. Right. All right. Cut to Pauline and her parents. They're fighting because her parents don't like Corey. Pauline has given up on school, friends, and activities. Pauline's dad, Dell, tells Sharon that Pauline is growing up and Sharon replies... That she's growing away. Aww. Oh, I kind of like that's the way she said it, but I don't like the mom. Mm-hmm. I think the prairie dress we is We just... don't like the parents. At breakfast, Sharon shows Della a poem called What is Beautiful that Pauline wrote for her. It's a lovely poem that ends by her- Telling her mom that she is beautiful. It was nice. Crying, Sharon tells Dell she can never stay mad at Pauline. (laughs) Until she moves to California. Mm -hmm. Hold on to your horses, people. Mm -hmm. Pauline graduates soon after and her dad gets her a job working overnight for the phone company, sitting in this tiny little windowless office, answering the phone if there's a problem with people's phones. Which is pretty funny because in 1981, if you had a problem with your phone, you wouldn't have been able to call the phone company from your phone. And Bingo was his name. Yes. also wouldn't you, I would be super nervous working in a windowless office, like by myself where you can't see or hear anything. Yeah. And she was working somebody the graveyard have, shift. Somebody could so. have broken in. Mm-hmm. We, watch, we watch movies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Meanwhile, we've got Corey and Pauline, presumably after they've broken up are run into each other. Yeah, so she's like, been eh. working and she's graduated. He's working. They run into each other on the street. She says, dude, as soon as I save enough money, I'm out of here. I'm going to California. And he says, me too. How many times do you think people in the Midwest have had this exact conversation, I know, right? right? Yeah. I mean, isn't that the dream? Everybody's always like, I want to move to California. Gone to California. But I got a case. That was never my dream. Mm. Yeah, my, my cousins lived in California I mean, I time, think so. California's nice, but it Some seems to me there too. it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And there's no snow. And I do like the snow. I so. mean, there is snow because there are mountains. Yeah, but it's not. But not... you have to go pretty high up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, so at home we've got Sharon mad again because Pauline is going to be late for work. got to be exhausting to be Sharon. <laughs> yes, Sharon reminds Pauline that this is the sixth time she's been late for work. See, now we have to remember that Sharon and Dell are boomers, right? And but Dell also works for the and telephone yes, company. Yes, I so was going to say, and Dell does work for the phone company and got her got Pauline this job. But Being late for work cost me causes me tremendous anxiety. Yeah. I, I couldn't be late. No, me neither. i am never even on time. I'm always 10 minutes early. That's what my dad always said. If you're 10 minutes, if you're more than, if you're less than 10 minutes early, you're late. Yeah. And for me, because like, because of my job, if I'm not at least a half hour before the school day starts, I'm behind. Right. Okay. Now Pauline then calls Corey. And says she wants to leave with him for California. She because she trusts me, she is sick of this job. Uh, and she's probably just Stupid sick of her job. family because her family kind of is boring. Mm-hmm. While Pauline is packing, she's having a fight with her parents. Sharon tells Pauline that she that she can stay with her Aunt Vicky and her dad tells her to come home if she can't find work. Because they finally no realize <laughs> yeah. And there's they, they finally realize she is a young adult. And while she is young, she's nevertheless an adult and she can do whatever I, she wants i don't understand like why they're so against that's the one thing about a point of contention i have with with this they're from california and lived there until 10 or 15 years before this so mm-hmm. why are they so adamant their daughter can't go back uh-huh I, you would think that they would miss it themselves if that's where their home their home is from right that, that... and that most of their family is still there it right. sounds like also there's not a single job to be had in california nope, well there's a couple yeah we'll get to that so now it's a made for tv california montage Woo-hoo! You like at the, the beach montage. i loved it because they kept showing the uh pauline and Corey running on the beach and it was so cute and sweet how tiring would that be i don't know <laughs> but they're um so they're at the beach they're doing touristy stuff and and looking for a job with fleetwood max never going back again playing a great song i know it was really it was a great placement this this movie was very well cast you're not mm-hmm. going to hear us talk that highly i think really what the burning bed we liked uh-huh in broad daylight we like there's not mm-hmm. a lot that we've really really liked no this one we both really liked yeah but the there's just a lot of good stuff the music is good mm-hmm. the casting is good mm-hmm. the costuming even though it was pretty close to when they filmed it right still but really it still good was good the yep. acting was solid the script yeah. is decent yeah I mean, Our it was a movie. This is one of my favorites. It was really good. And the montage was one of the most enjoyable montages I have seen in my life. Yeah, because huh. n- now we're going to Oh no, your sweater. Because now sweater. in the next movie that we've already reviewed by the time you hear this, but we're we're recording two episodes and we decided to do this one first because we liked it. Mm-hmm. So by the time you hear this, you already know we didn't like the one before this. Yeah. <laughs> and that one is creepy and weird. Yep. This one didn't have creepy, weird stuff. No, anymore. not at all. This was really good. And we see Polly coming out of a a lot of places that have help wanted signs, like shaking her head, right. saying that she's not going to so a job. We there. call that the, the "can't find a job" montage. <laughs> the, the "can't find <laughs> a job in California" <laughs> montage. All right. After answering a newspaper ad for models, Pauline meets with the owner of the Selby Modeling Agency, whose name is Lou Gates. Yes, yeah, because Mister Selby died eight years ago. That's right. Lou explains that they do nude and semi-nude, and it pays two hundred dollars a day. That's a it's a lot of bananas. A lot of bananas for today's money. Mm-hmm. That's a lot like a money today. Yep. Pauline calls home to tell them that she's going to model. And after she gets off the phone, her aunt worries that the modeling gig is a scam and says something like, I hope you didn't pay them to take your pictures. And she said, no, I didn't. And her aunt was like, oh. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. Because that was a really big scam in the Mm -hmm. eighties. Remember you go to the mall and they had all these little Mm -hmm. become a model. All you have to do is give us a thousand dollars and we'll take your picture and put together a portfolio and, and then then close your doors and leave. Yep. Uh Pauline has a photo shoot. She's dressed as a cowgirl and though she's hesitant at first, the photographer tells her they're going to do some topless pics. Right. And she does Yeah. at the agency then. A day or so later, we've got Pauline meeting Nora, who offers to do her makeup. Right. And we like Nora. Yep. Corey and Pauline are there to see her, the results of the photo shoot. Right. I guess you call them proofs. Proofs. proofs? Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's the word I wanted. And uh, Corey storms off because he is furious that she's doing nudes. But they're not even, they're, they're not, not even, even together. Nudes. They're just, well, I, yeah. A, they weren't together. She even referred to him as her friend right and b they weren't nudes they, they were, were just topless yeah but nevertheless was that shocking in the 80s topless I, I mean that I don't seems, know it I seems mean, like in the sh- 70s there was a lot of questionable fashion stuff and people were yeah I mean in Europe I don't know. I don't know either I don't I don't know we Beth and I've had this conversation we we feel it's your body and you should be able to do with it what you want right but also people take advantage of vulnerable uh, right. people in this, particularly in the sex work industry. industry. So we just feel like, listen, if you want to take, if you want to bear it all in a picture, you be you, that's right. your body. But we kind of, we kind of, I don't know if I should say this, but we kind of felt like we were much more judgmental of her parents than we were of the industry itself. For sure. You know, I feel like they were a big part of why she felt ashamed. Yes. Cause I've said this before, listen, as long as everybody's consenting and everything's legal. Yeah. You do you. Yeah. Exactly. You do you. Exactly. You got your own life to live. I got mine. I'm uh, you do you. Yeah. And do the best you can do at it. And and I also think that um, and we'll get to this in the movie very quickly. But I also think that as parents of young adult children now that we can we can look at at what is portrayed in the movie as how the parents responded to her choosing the, the this kind of work and we can say that that wouldn't really be the way that we would respond right. because we know that putting your foot down isn't the way to no but the the problem was was that the parents the shame. Were, they were so judgmental mm-hmm. they weren't trying to educate or they'd never seemed worried about her no they were judgmental they were worried, worried about, about what other, other people, people were going to think, gonna think. And that's really because a they're shame. boomers. Yeah. Because that's that generation. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to agree with you, but you know, that's true. There's, um, yeah, there might be some truth in what you say. Yep. So now and we've, we've got to get Sharon. Sharon's listeners now. <laughs> I know. Don't go away. We love you all, but it's not a victimist crime. No. Our there are yep. victims. are People that don't do that and they don't choose to. Yep. We need to acknowledge that. Right. All right. So cut to Sharon back in Sharon. Kansas. Karen talking to Dell. And says, "Ann Vicky called, and she checked on Paul that agency that Pauline is working for, and found out that they do nude modeling. So, what does Sharon do? She goes to Target and gets a prairie dress. She goes, and they march on over. Dale doesn't believe it, and so they go to California to the agency, and she's dressed ridiculous, like I she's know. not from and, California. And oh my God, okay. So anyway, because your daughter is a grown-up, right? Like she." They marched. They marched in. Yes. They marched in. They marched into the agency. They saw the nudes and they're like, no. <laughs> Not in my <laughs> house. Oh wait. oh, wait. She doesn't live in our house anymore right. oh, she's So grown. Del kicks her out of Vicki's house. Yep. What is the smartest thing you can do for your 18 year old daughter? Uh-huh. Kick her out of a safe place. Yep. You're a great parent. So we've got Sharon now. We, so right before Del kicks her out, We've got, she's got her comeuppance at Aunt Vicky's house and Sharon is screaming at her. Nah. She'll never be around decent people if she continues modeling nude. Or if she stays in this house. Yep. Dylan. <laughs> 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 Thank you very much. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Dellen insists <laughs> that she comes home. She refuses. So then Pauline moves. You know what she does? She moves to Nora's house and she does her first Uh, line of cocaine. Nora might have a little problem. Yeah. We love Nora though. Mm -hmm. All right. So now Pauline is gone. She's at Nora's with the cocaine. We've got Sharon and Dell fighting and regretting kicking Pauline out of Vicky's house since it's not even... For their house their to house kick her out. Of. Sharon accuses Dell of not being around enough when Pauline was growing up because, okay, there you go. That's right. weird. That's how that works. Pauline and Nora, now we've got Pauline and Nora attending a big, fancy California you know, party. you got to say it like this. They attend a big, fancy California party! exactly like that where their <laughs> hair is fabulous everyone is drinking and there's coke all over the place Not and i don't mean coca-cola <laughs> yep uh nora introduces pauline to a photographer named brad pullman who shoots for playboy and hustler nice, nice. he's got some work mm-hmm. i bet he makes big bucks doing uh, that probably lou tells pauline oh so at the end of the party pauline feels like th- that brad wants to shoot her but then we cut to the next day, and probably, or a couple days later, at, at Lou's office, at the agency. Yeah, that, this was weird. Like, yeah. why did he, did you just Lou's, say that to be nice at first? Yeah, I don't know. It was so weird, because he, it did seem like he really, he gave her his card. Right. Lou says, Brad doesn't want to shoot you, because you're too big for him, meaning fat. Yeah. So we're going to take a break and listen to this. Very nice. No, it's not. Lou. It
1: ain't going to happen, Thanks
0: he liked me did you talk to him, did he look at my portfolio
1: we saw your portfolio and we talked and what happened it's no big deal you're not his type right now I was his type three days ago it's the pictures wasn't it they weren't any good and it turned him off Pauline, he likes skinny girls I'm too fat for him, forget about it it's all a matter of taste There are plenty of photographers that like you just the way you are.
0: Are any of them doing Penthouse and Playboy? What's your favorite Fleetwood Mac song? I'm going to say Go Your Own Way is mine, probably, at least right this moment. Oh, why do you do that I know, I know, because it's fun. I'm not. (laughs) I am fully unprepared right now. All you have to do is answer the question. I know, but I don't know if it's Fleetwood Mac or if it's Stevie Nicks that sings Landslide. Oh. Yes, Landslide, Is that that's a good question. I have it on my on iTunes, but I, I don't Oh, know. it's sung by Fleetwood Mac. Okay. okay. I was going to say, so, it then, like it so be, then that is it. That and is and a beautiful I don't, song. And I don't mean the the Dixie Chicks version no, of Landslide. No, but there's a girl who did a, a young, young girl who did a version of it that I loved. I can't remember her name, but she's gotten, she's since gotten a recording contract and she's real young, but she did a beautiful job. And I saw like a YouTube video at any rate. Case yes. Pauline tells another model she needs to lose weight. So what does the model do? Gives her coke. Right, right (laughs) on, sister. Now Pauline shows up to Brad's studio and asks him to shoot her. She said, "I've lost six pounds since last week." Mm -hmm. She takes her robe off and they make out. Yep, probably leading to other things, but we don't know. Yep. This is a this is a TV movie. They don't show all. They don't. No, no. Actually, considering the content in this movie, it's pretty. It's pretty. Um, what's the word? Like we've seen a lot more oh yeah like it's pretty conservative conservative would be the way to say it I guess yeah of course it was a pretty conservative time yeah but like in like the culture of the 80s was kind of yeah but when we review the 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 other movie that that we're recording today That was like soft porn. Yeah. And yeah. But I think that might've been, we'll talk about that. Yeah. Cause by the time you hear this, you are already yeah. going to have our, I would say this is an extremely clean cut movie considering Correct. the content. Yes. Okay. So now Pauline calls Sharon. Yep. And she's like, Hey mom, I'm doing great. Yeah. And Sharon's like, are you sure? Because you sound like you have a cold. And she's like, Oh, it's the desert air. Oh no, wait, it's the allergies. I mean, yeah, it's not the cocaine mom. Not That's at all. Not it at all. Nope. So she's like, yeah, I met this photographer and he, all the top magazines use him and I'm going to be shooting with him. And she kind of lectures her. And then Pauline's like, I don't want to fight. And then Pauline's like, I love you, mom. And Sharon's like, gotta go. I know. She's just not a very nice lady. Mm -mm. So now we're in a nightclub case. Yeah, we are. It's pretty fun. It is fun. fun. California does look like it's got some good parties. Uh, I I would say. Mm -hmm. Brad, so now... They're at this nightclub, and Brad shows Noreen and Pauline the pictures that he shot of Pauline. Nora and Pauline. You said no, Noreen. Noreen, <laughs> Noreen and that's Pauline. What I'm call them, right? It's saw <laughs> totally 80s name. I for didn't sure. even notice. I said it. So the girls show their age and fake IDs by yep. ordering gin fizzes. Yes. So we don't know if that's an actual gin fizz, if that's a drink, or if they meant slow oh, yeah, gin Oh uh, Yeah, we should look that up. Yeah, because okay. slow gin fizzes are delicious, by the way. okay Pauline is upset with Del now, because, why did I say that? Pauline is upset with Lou. I don't know why I wrote Del, because she hasn't worked in a couple of weeks. And he tells her case, you need to be patient until the pictures that Brad took are published, because, so she hasn't worked in two weeks, so presumably she's only worked a few jobs. He says photographers want fresh faces and you're you are fresh ones but you're not anymore yeah that's really Oof, sad. that's Oof. really sad and he's like why do you think Nora's a makeup artist because she she's washed up he's like you need to budget your money and stop putting money in up your nose there you go okay all right now <laughs> this scene is kind of weird Pauline and Nora so we, we should call them Noreen that's them together like we right know like when yes when Jennifer and Brad Pitt yes. were together. It was Jennifer, mm-hmm. or was that J. Lowen? Anyway, so she's like, they're like picking out stuffed animals. And, and Pauline's like, Nora, what's a loop? Lou told me I could make $500 a day. And she's like, oh, yeah. So that's a five to 10 minute hardcore porn shot that are used in porn shot in porn stores and slot machines. Yes. Slot machines. Like yeah, like picture in the Madonna video where you put the money in and there's the dancer inside and the thing goes the the window opens and you can see the person dancing inside. Oh, it's, it's similar to that. Like you pay that. That's what She's, I'm assuming. Remember the you show? put money in and you see the porn for whatever. I think that's a um, number of minutes. The video for "She's a Beauty." Isn't yes. That how they put the money in. The thing yes. comes up. You dance. The thing yes. comes down. Got yes. it. I yes. didn't. I didn't understand what that meant. Mm-hmm. I thought I'm like I've been to casinos. I've never seen like a porn slot machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different place. So Brad tells Pauline that she's worth more than making these loops that sickos put quarters in and watch in porn shop boots. I mean, he says it like it is. Yeah. Brad tells her, "Just, dude, give it time. You've only been doing it for five months." Right. So Pauline takes the cocaine offered on the set of her first loop because she doesn't want to make this movie. Nope. Now you and I kind of were like, she doesn't really say why she didn't want to make it, but I think it was just because she was more worried about what people were going to think if they recognized her. Yeah. And then afterwards she cries in the shower, which is telling you that she doesn't really enjoy doing that. So it's kind of sad. Yep. So now Noreen, (laughs) Pauline asked Nora if she enjoyed it when she did it. And Noreen is like, Nora's like, I like sex. And Pauline is like, I don't like sex, not even with Brad or Corey. I'm not sure what the point of her saying that was. Well, I'm glad that they said that, because remember, I told you that when I when she was crying on the set of the porn, I was like, oh, my God, she's crying because she's a virgin. Yeah. But but then I recall that they made it clear that she had had sex with Brad. And then that and fact that she Corey. says this about Corey. I did find the ingredients for uh, gin fizz. Yeah. And you take two ounces of gin. Okay. An ounce of freshly squeezed lemon juice. Oh. Three quarters of an ounce of simple syrup. Okay. An egg white. Okay. And vigorously shake that together. Okay. Pour it in a Tom Collins glass over ice and add club soda. So the egg white would be what gives it the fizz. Mm-hmm. So a slow gin fizz is slow gin. I don't remember if it's. 7-Up or Simple Syrup, but they use, I think they use powdered sugar, not egg white, which kind of does the same thing. You get that real fuzziness on top, fizzy. So at Brad's studio, Pauline shows up and she's like, why haven't you returned my calls? I didn't think you were the jealous type. Mm -hmm. And he's like, kind of mad about you making those loops because this is a boutique business and everyone's going to find out. And so he's like, there's a difference between art and pornography. And he's like, I do art and that really upset her and hurt her feelings yeah was and it was mean yeah brad yeah brad brad so next we have danny calloway the actor who plays danny calloway was on was it one life to live he was in a show i liked him i can't remember which one okay so he so he takes pauline to a fancy restaurant i mean she does her hair up on one side she's got the red lipstick on Mm -hmm. and he's like i'm gonna make you a star kid so he persuades her to drop lou and let him manage your career because he's like, I don't manage jobs, I manage careers. Yes. And he's like, I want you to I want you to star and feature films in movie theaters, and you can make fifteen hundred dollars a day. And I'm gonna give you the name April Dawn. Because back then in the 70s and 80s, and I don't know if this is still think things that happened, but they did show you there were like I forget what they called them, but there were movie theaters that just showed porn. Yeah. Do they still exist today? I don't think oh, they who do. Knows? You know? I don't know. Probably. but that was a big huh. deal back then yeah because they didn't have you couldn't go online no Where are you gonna see it yeah right you know right. what i mean i mean in the 70s for sure people didn't have vcrs no they did So not. there was no way to watch it in the privacy of your own home mm-hmm. so now pauline is on set and she's running lines with nora and that was funny yeah she's like i can't remember what the line was but it was cute yeah so then she does coke before she films yes she does gays it's Christmas Eve in Kansas, it is. it is Is that a way in a manger or? <laughs> yeah, I, I thought I was like, why does that background music sound so much like a way in a manger? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, oh then you Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so Pauline surprises her family, who is it so nearly that to happy her. to see her? Because no, I guess everybody knows. Yeah. And Sharon is like, Oh, hi, you're skinny as a rail. Mm. Yeah. Pauline's sister is like, have you changed? And she's like, I don't think I've changed. And then she kind of goes off on Pauline and is like, everybody was, all the siblings were bullied at school because somebody brought pictures to school of her, of Pauline and showed them around. Oh boy. Today would get you expelled. Yeah. You know, distribution or whatever. Yeah. In the next scene, the family opens really expensive gifts from Pauline. Yes. Dad got a watch. He did. Yeah. It's a nice watch. Yep. Sharon got a lovely shirt. Probably Uh won't wear it. It was kind of a bright blue. Yes. Maybe too pretty. Maybe too pretty. Unless she buttoned it up all the way. Maybe. Sharon gets upset with Pauline when she shows her siblings her portfolio. Uh Uh-huh. Pauline tells Sharon there's nothing sinful about her body and get used to it. Because guess what case... She's going to be in the January issue of Penthouse, Ooh. which, by the way, probably would have been out by this point because usually don't magazines come out. I mean, I don't know about I don't know. Penthouse maybe or, back like in the day, get, if you got Glamour magazine, doesn't it come out like a few weeks before the month? Yes, it seems to me. But I wonder if that was like that in the 80s. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Or mm-hmm. with those kinds of, you know, I don't want to say that in kinds, half that's, magazines. To, yeah, we got TV Guide. Oh, well, we look through the TV Guide. Yeah. We got our Sears catalog at Christmas. I was pretty happy. Yes. Back in California, Danny introduces Pauline to Mel Erman. Mm. He calls her Lara. And Pauline points okay, so this is super strange. So they're at this party, right? She's, Pauline is showing her yearbook. Showing to her two yearbook. people sitting next to her. Yeah. And and, and meanwhile, there are other people reading penthouse at this party. Mel is looking through a penthouse. And it's like not at her house. She has her yearbook at a party, party, but, and you said that you thought it might've been a party to celebrate penthouse, which it might've been, might've been, but I think it's so weird that you'd be sitting there looking through it. Like, wouldn't they have the pictures on display? I know it just just, was weird. So he's, so he's holding this penthouse that she's in supposedly she's sitting in a couch, holding her yearbook, talking about it's so weird talking about the kids in high school in high, and school, high school right shenanigans and so Mel's like oh hi La- Lara." and he's she's like that's Lara." she points to the penthouse that's laura i'm pauline and then she holds up the yearbook see yeah yeah so he seems a little smitten he yeah and we know he is because then the next scene she's on set and yep. he sends her flowers Aww. she doesn't remember him at all nope Nora says, oh, he's a friend of mine. He's a Coke dealer. Oh, okay. but, he's a nice, but he's a nice guy. guy. Yeah, she's yeah. known him for years. OK, so next in the next scene, <laughs> I'm not surprised, Nora. <laughs> no, Nora and Pauline. They're probably Nora's good friends with him. Yes. Nora and Pauline throw in a VHS tape of her movie, April of Pauline's movie. And they're giggling and laughing. And it's really cute, actually. Mm-hmm. And then Nora tells Pauline that Danny and Roy already watched the movie and they're just giggling. It's very cute. Yes. So now Danny, Nora and Pauline are pauline are at what we think might be some kind of trade show but there's Mm. not a lot of people so it almost seemed like it was unopened you know like not opened yet yeah and maybe i don't know if she was there because like at comic cons and stuff they have people who sign autographs and stuff so Mm. i'm not sure or some kind of personal appearance right kind of like when i met pamela anderson i was gonna say is it a car show show, the car show (laughs) yeah batmobile (laughs) batmobile so Danny like takes her to this booth and Pauline's cutout is there, it's such a weird shot scene that you're not even sure what this booth is. Right. But Pauline, there's a kind of Pauline super short, very short. Yep. So people like, even though there was nobody at this trade show, all of a sudden people recognize her and they start mobbing her. Yeah. And then she like runs off. So I don't know. I don't know what the heck the point of that scene was Pauline is upset. Danny's like, Oh, that's your fan base. And she's like, I'm not Laura Don, I'm Pauline, and then she runs off. Uh huh. Paula now is doing coke, and Mel calls. Yep. She doesn't recognize him right away, and he offers to let her use his place in in the Springs for a while. Yeah. By I, Paula, you mean Pauline? By Paula. See, I do this every time, but like at the time I get to the end of these, I know. So I'm like, remember Watson, Weston, whatever. Mm-hmm. So Pauline, yeah. aka Paula, is now decided to go to the Springs because I think at this point she's burned out. They don't really say that but she's like, "Okay, let's go. I'll she's, go with you, stranger." Well, we can see we we can see the the spinning out of control. Cru- true. Yes. Truth. So now they go to Mel's house in in Palm Springs and I wrote he has a fancy car. Yeah. Cuz I don't Do you know what it was? It must have been don't some remember. kind of Mercedes or I don't remember. some really high-end any, yeah. expensive BMW. Beautiful car. Yeah. It was it was fancy. She so sees a gun in his closet and she's like, why do you have that? And he's like, oh, it's for protection. And so she just loves the house. A drug dealer. That's right. That's kind of a strange question to ask somebody who's a drug dealer. Why do yeah. you have a gun? Why, yep. do, why do you only have one would be my question. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and I'm saying that in the terms of if you're that large of a cocaine dealer. Exactly. So she, she loves the house. They make out. Yep. Mel takes Pauline to a boutique he owns. Yes. I would call that the laundry yeah that's what they should call the boutique yeah. yep. if you know what i'm saying yep and he's like hey i need someone to manage this place and become a partner so he's like if you manage this place for a year you can become a one-third partner and she's pretty happy because now she can get out yeah what she clearly seems to want to do yeah so she calls sharon and says hey mom i'm moving to palm spring so let's take a break case and listen to what mom has to say nothing nothing supportive I'm no sure. probably not
1: hello hi it's me where are you i've been calling that apartment for days i'm living in palm springs now got a great house with a pool and everything how can you afford that well i've got a roommate this guy mel he's he's really neat are you living with a boy mom he's not a boy it's not like we're living together we're we're buddies he's he's older how older He's 35. Mom, listen, let me tell you what's been happening. I'm giving up the modeling. I'm giving up the acting career. Mel and I are partners at a boutique in the Springs. Partners? Yes. I'm a businesswoman now. Isn't that great? Do you want to know what I'm doing this very minute? I'm cooking dinner. That's why I called you. Aside from wanting to let you know what's been going on, I wanted to get your recipe for deep apple pie. Can I have it? Yes. Pauline? honey are you telling me the truth cross my heart and hope to die
0: that's why we don't film (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking the same thing today as i'm just doing whatever i want Uh oh Oh, my goodness Uh all right here comes trouble we got trouble at the house pauline is up all night doing lines of coke and drinking fantastic Oh hi, Andy. Oh, hi, Andy. Later, as she helps a customer at the boutique, she gets a nosebleed because you know. She burned her nose out. She's burning her nose out. All right, now back to the house. We've got Mel and Pauline getting a fight. You're being very rude right now. Very rude. Pauline insists that her nosebleed is from the desert air. <laughs> he responds it's because she burned a hole in the back of her nose. True. Um, she apologizes and asks him to find someone to cover the boutique so she can go home to visit. Because she is, she She's is bad strung out. She is in bad shape at this point too. Case you can kind of see, like the one other thing I liked about this movie is they really did a great job of like when she was not doing well, she, she didn't did look, not good. look good. No, no. Mm-mm. All right, it's now December of nineteen eighty three, and Pauline is in Kansas. Merry Christmas. Yep. She shows everyone pictures of the house in Palm Springs, and then at the mall, Pauline sees a family friend and Sharon tries to prevent her from saying hello that's so sad, that's so sad I know. because she's embarrassed mm-hmm. so back at home pauline is upset because she knows sharon is embarrassed by her and crying pauline runs up to her room so next scene it's february 1984 <laughs> and we're back in palm springs all right i like mm-hmm. palm springs mm-hmm. mel um, arrives home us. to an unkempt house and he finds pauline in the bathroom doing coke and uh they fight because if you hear any shaking, it's Indy, he's mm-hmm. made himself, uh, apparently the nap is over and now it's attention time. Yeah. Yeah. We've got ding dong. Somebody's at the door. Oh, let me get it. It's <laughs> Colleen. What? <laughs> you have to be careful how you say that. <laughs> I know. I know. But see that we, all right. Now we've got two men from the LAPD there. And they've got a warrant to arrest Mel. And he's like, Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm going to jail for to keep, five years. We're here to take him, eh? Yeah. Where's Mel, eh? the She's like, I've that voice in so long. It's true. But Pauline's like, So you're going to jail? And he's like, Yeah, for five years. Did I not? I didn't Mention tell you. That? Yeah. No. Also, oh. the, the justice system—is that how that works? You have a warrant, and then you go right to jail without a trial. Yeah, I don't know. Or I don't a know. lawyer stopping by to say. I'm hey. assuming a trial happened and things like that. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. So now, an overwhelmed Pauline invites Nora to move into the house. Right. And she agrees because okay. Pauline's a little girl. She doesn't know she doesn't any know to of this. Do- she doesn't no. know how to run a business. She doesn't. She doesn't know how, know how to, know how to be in charge of a house. She doesn't even know how to write checks. No. So, it's so sad. It's so sad. All right. Now we've got Nora running into the boutique to tell Pauline that she, Pauline, has been nominated for Best Actress in the Erotic <laughs> Film Awards. Yay. So they decide they're going to go to LA. They should. All right. Now, checks are starting to bounce. Right. And Pauline is left with no money for Maybe expenses. Maybe we should explain what that means to people who don't know what a check is. So back in the day when you had a bill, you wrote out something called a check, And then the person who received the check took that to their bank and it had your bank account number on it. And then they got the amount of money that was written on that check for that amount um, from your account, unless you didn't have any money in the bank account, in which case the check would bounce. They called it rubber, rubber Mm -hmm. checks. All right. So on the phone from the clink now, we've got Mel calling Pauline. He says, oh, yeah, yeah. Little thing. The IRS froze my bank account. (laughs) So anyway. So you're going to need to close the boutique and sell off the stock. And I'll work something out for the house because I don't want to lose the house while I'm in the clink. It's a nice house. I wouldn't want to lose it either. Yeah. So now we've got Nora and Pauline arriving at the Palladium in Hollywood for the awards show. Everybody looks fantastic. It it was fun to watch everybody in their gunny sacks and fancy dresses. Mm -hmm. So. Banana clip in sight. No. (laughs) No. Pauline and Nora and the other girl that we called the she kind of had the hair like the guy in Quiet Riot, actually. Ah, white snake. And white snake hair. The white snake girl. They're they're doing Coke in the bathroom because you know wh- what else? It and, was the 80s. Yeah. And Pauline does not win the award that she was nominated for. She, it was so cute mm-hmm. because they showed her like with her fingers crossed. I she know. wanted to win. I know. So while she's there, she's offered a role. Pauline hasn't made a movie in a year and she doesn't know what to do so she goes and does some work <laughs> in the bathroom cuz that's what you do when you're trying to think things through <sighs> all right now cut to palm springs and we've got mel calling pauline she tells mel that she's going to be leaving the house she's bouncing like and moving in with nora he asks what she's going to do in la and pauline tells him that she's going, going to start do? a new movie in 2 what days and he asks her not to but she feels like she has no choice so as Pauline is packing at Mel's house, suddenly this friend Phil shows up. Yeah, this guy who's not been any in, in the movie at all, he's in the mm-hmm. last three minutes. Yep. Pauline is pissed. Yes. At at him. Yes. She can't believe that Mel sent Phil over. To make sure she doesn't steal anything from the house. And she thinks it's a bunch of bullshit. I mean, also at this point, there's anything left in the house is already going to be you know, sold. Yeah. And mm-hmm. let's not forget all the stock in the boutique. Yeah. She sold all that. He told her to. Yeah. And she, so now she's really upset. She goes into the bedroom. She locks herself in the bedroom. And as she's packing, she notices that there is a rifle in the closet. And she lays down and kicks her on, lays down on the bed. She kicks her suitcases off the bed. Basically, we hear a gunshot, and the camera pans across her high school yearbook, which is lying. It's right really sad. There. Yep. So, in the hospital, we've got a doctor telling Sharon that while Pauline is technically still alive, she is brain dead, and that there is no hope. Sharon enters the room uh, where Nora is holding Pauline's hand. Nora leaves, and Sharon cries. Sharon asks Pauline, who did this to you? I think we know. I think we know. Mm -hmm. I think we know, Sharon. Mm -hmm. Sharon Sharon. says Pauline's name several times. And then a text overlay tells us Pauline Anderson died on March 23rd, 1984 at 20 years old. And Mm -hmm. see. So let's talk about Shauna Grant. Yes. So as I always research it in the show notes, if you Mm -hmm. want to know more, go ahead and take a look at what I put in the show notes. This movie was based on the very short life of Colleen Applegate. Well, I shouldn't say very short, but short life. Yes. I was born in 1963. So though she was born in California, she did grow up in the small town of Farmington, Minnesota, although she was 10 when they moved there. So it wasn't like she, by the time she moved back, she'd been in Minnesota less than she'd spent time in California. True story. So in Farmington, Minnesota, she had four siblings and her parents. Mm-hmm. And they moved there because her dad was um, transferred. Yep. And I think he worked for the telephone company for real. Yes. So she graduated high school in 1981. And and she was a cheerleader. And then shortly after she graduated, she got a job as at the phone company. And while there, she overdosed on prescription meds. Yep. Soon after, rumors emerged about her overdose because it's a small town. Yep. And so she moved to California with her boyfriend, Mike Marcel. When Colleen signed with the World Modeling Agency, she became Shauna Grant and quickly moved from nude modeling to making hardcore porn. Mike subsequently left her, but of course he told everyone back home, I hope he lives with that every day. Yep. Because that was a really terrible thing to do. Yep especially based upon what I learned. He Mm -hmm. was the reason she, he was pushing that or he found it or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. He had a hand in it. Yep. So I hope he feels good about that. She made dozens of adult films and was nominated for three erotic film awards in 1984. So this, she was nominated in 1984, even though she made the films in 83. Okay. She even had her own makeup artist and became, she actually became very well known for her cocaine addiction. Like it was a, Open Secret. Yep. She chose to retire from the film industry in 1983. She began dating then a cocaine dealer named Jack Er Ehrlich, and they moved to his house in Palm Springs. After Ehrlich was sentenced to five years in prison, he broke up with Colleen, and he's like, hey, get out of my house. So she agreed to make another movie, but on March 23rd, 1984, she committed suicide in the Palm Springs home. It's very sad. Very sad. That just makes me Mm -hmm. sad. I did like this movie, and I think it did a good job of honoring her, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, which I think a lot of movies we've seen have not done. Yes. For our next movie case, yes. Uh, this movie I've seen and I really liked it and it's based on a true crime book that I really like. It is called The High Price of Passion from 1986 and it's based on the murder of a sex worker. I figure we might do a theme here. Yeah, okay. So this one's a sex worker but a murder by an obsessed professor. All it's right. It's really an interesting story. Okay. It's really interesting. I I'm not going to vouch we'll for the see. Movie, we'll see. The story is good. Hey, we'll I was right. See. I've been right once. Yes. Twice. Okay. Maybe, Three times. Maybe a few times. A lady. All right. Do you have a favorite TV movie from the seventies, eighties, or nineties you'd like us to review? Let us know. You can find us on our socials. We're on Facebook at Made for TV Movie Club Podcast, on Twitter at TV Movie Club Pod One, and on Instagram at Made underscore four underscore TV underscore movie underscore club. Or give the hashtag MF TV MC Podcast a goog and you will find us. Whoop, whoop. You can listen to us on all your favorite podcast channels, including Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, Deezer, and iHeartRadio. Good girl. If you love us as much as we love you, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, right? cuz you uh, can do you or can, follow us I, on, I just remembered I meant to tell you you can actually do reviews on Spotify now Oh yeah Please review us on Spotify yeah. Find us on Facebook friend us and tell your friends all about us Until next time we'll see you right here in, in the clubhouse, clubhouse.